Shannon Cason's Homemade Stories is happy to have the Lagunitas Brewing Company as a sponsor. Lagunitas has an ever-changing variety of beers for all of our ever-changing, curious taste buds. Beers like the ones that's available on the Limited Run series, like Lagunitas Undercover Investigation Shutdown Ale. Try to say that fast. Lagunitas Hairy Eyeball Ale. And Lagunitas Cappuccino Stout. You know how I feel about Cappuccino Stout. It has a, a soft place, soft, warm place in my heart. <laughs> you can even go to the website at Lagunitas.com and find the nearest location that has the beer that you want. And that's some 2019 technology for you there. Um, but Lagunitas is everywhere. Sometimes I wear my Lagunitas hoodie. And when the bartender asks me what I'm drinking, I just point to the dog on the sweater. And he gets it. So go to the Lagunitas.com website, find the location, and then drink the beer. Because beer speaks. People mumble. Enjoy the show. Since I've been back in Detroit about 2015, I've done a bunch of cool stuff in the city. I've hosted the Moth Shows in Detroit and Ann Arbor. I've gotten grants from the Motor City Match and Knight Foundation. I've worked with Downtown Detroit Partnership and more stuff that I can't remember right now. But I'm I'm honored to be the host of the upcoming Startup Story Night with the New Economy Initiative and Model D Media. Startup Story Night is a show for entrepreneurs to share their stories. The event is in March, but we're accepting submissions right now till February 15th. The theme of the show is Don't Call It a Comeback, so submit your comeback business stories at StartupStoryNight.com. And while you're on your computer, go to ShannonCason.com and become a friend of the show. Buy me a beer, get an ebook, book me for your next event. All right, so that's it. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Homemade Stories 102. When I get behind this mic, it's just me and you. This episode is for my real men. Single mark, no bland, cigars, fuck a trend. We've been doing it our way for so long. My over 40 brothers velvet robes on, stand strong. You got 40 more coming. Maybe 50, we stand together, now lift me. And I lift you, and I'm gonna... <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Welcome to Homemade Stories. Number 102. This episode is for men, especially the ones that hit the big 4-0, 40 years old and up. Uh, I did an episode called Helpful Women Over 30. Now, I did that a long time ago now, when everyone was talking about single women, not finding husbands and mates. But uh, but now women are, are pretty much shining and they finding themselves. <laughs> and I'm happy about it. I have two daughters. So I'm happy about the laser focus that's on strong, powerful women. However, men need love too. So this episode is for my men over 40 who sometimes get a little stuck in our ways. But how can we get unstuck? I really don't know. But I know we got to keep kicking and living. And even if people think we're dinosaurs, we have to show them we still bite too. So, (laughs) 
So I thought I'd record this one. Iron sharpens iron. I hope you enjoy it. Before I go any further, here's my disclaimer. This shouldn't offend anyone because I'm talking about myself because I'm a man over 40. So if you're over 40 like me and you're a man like I am, you should be familiar with most of this stuff I'm talking about. So you shouldn't get all butt hurt by what I say. Be a fucking man anyway. You know it's the truth. If you're a man over 40 and you want a better life for yourself, I'm going to give you some thoughts that I think might help you. First, I'm going to give you some straightforward truths. People hate the truth, me included. I run from the truth all the time, trust me. <laughs> but then I eventually come back, and there it is sitting on the curb, waiting on me with a toothpick in his mouth. And I just nod at it because it's the truth. So I give you some truths and then I give you some quick fire things that you and I need to hear rapid style. Now I know we probably won't do any of these things, but if we do do them, life will be much better for you and me. In fact, you can take any of this or leave it. I really don't give a fuck what you do, to be honest. I'm facing my own reality here mostly. I'm just saying, like, if we work in tandem, it's a synergy, you know, when we work together, you know. What qualifies me? I'm an over 40 man. Duh. That's all I say on that. Helpful men over 40 in no particular order and not all inclusive. But a good start. Number one, the rap career is over. I know that's a punch in the gut, huh? But if this shit haven't popped off by now, man, I, I'm just saying. This is the thing. Something you're doing isn't working. And until we get real honest about it, you're going to be an unsuccessful 50-year-old rapper. And that's not a good look. <laughs> Remember, I'm talking to myself here too. So this is a hard fact for me to deal with myself. And it's not just your rap career. It can be your photography career where you get airbrushed backdrops of champagne glasses and hood shit and you set that up at a club with all this big bulky equipment. It may even be the corporate job that you've been working for 20 years and you think you're going to break through the ceiling one day, but they don't even look at you like that. The only reason they haven't fired you is because they know that's just your whole life and they don't want anything crazy to happen and be in the news or anything like that. I don't know what it is, but the strategy you're using is outdated. You have to hear me correctly here. I'm not saying just quit, although some of you need to quit. Your rap career is over, but it's more than just that, though. I'm saying we have to be logical in our moves at this stage in life. And this is hard for me to say because I'm a consummate dreamer. Trust me, I dream a lot. It ain't over for us, 
But we have to be real and we have to be very logical and we have to create realistic plans. I'm going to stick here for a second because this is important. We over 40 ain't much time in the day. We still got a lot of time, but it ain't a lot of time. (laughs) So I'm going to say this. I'm going to take my time. Don't be afraid to switch it up. I recently went out to dinner with a friend of mine and we had a conversation and he's not much older than me, but he's doing pretty good for himself and his family. And, and he said he was in his late thirties and he was having some success, but he wasn't getting over the hump financially. So he switched it up and found success doing something only slightly different than the original plan. Now he's traveling the world and he's doing cool shit all the time. But instead of creating the art, he now curates the art. So you may not have a rap career anymore, but you may be a hell of a show promoter. You may not have the backdrop photography career anymore, but you may be a hell of a documentary filmmaker or podcaster or a great writer or a powerful political activist or an innovative Uh, I don't know, woodworker or something. I don't know what the fuck you do, but switch it up. Do something different. Give yourself brand new energy. I'm not saying give up on your dreams, but just freak them out a little bit. If I hear another old motherfucker tell me about a new rap album he got coming out, seriously, I'm going to shoot somebody. I'm just saying, hip-hop is universal. It expands beyond the five elements. Every one of those elements expand. This podcast is hip-hop. That's no secret. Me on stage telling stories. People talk about my timing. That's hip-hop. My Bruliana's workshops that I do at corporations and companies and organizations is hip-hop. If you still want to rap, rap. Do it because it's fun. I still rap, but I do it for fun. Listen, I do a podcast, but I'm realistic about it. I make a lot more money speaking and consulting than I do with just a podcast. Each year I gain skills doing this shit. Don't just bang your head trying to make a rap album at this point in life. Do it because it's fun and learn other ways to make your shit pop. Number two. You ain't tough. You think you tough. And ain't nobody frightened of you anymore. I know you still think you can fight. But let's be honest. The last fight you got in was in college at Michigan State when your roommate at Hagedorn Apartments wore your new Air Force Ones and scuffed them up. And you asked him about it. And he said, quit being a bitch. And you said, call me a bitch again and see what happens. And O'Neal said, bitch, did I just say his name? (laughs) If you got in a fight right now, you're going to lose. I'm not even going to say you lose the fight because there's a lot of 40-year-old guys who can fight. But even if you win, you lose. I'm not an out-of-shape pushover, but I'm out of shape. I'm 6'3", 250 pounds. Thank goodness That makes people think twice about starting some shit with me. I'm still strong, but if I had to fight, I'd be soaking in Epsom salt 
for at least two months and my wrist will probably hurt for the rest of my life. It's called the Pyrrhic victory or something like that. King Pyrrhus went to war and he suffered so many casualties that in the end, he really lost the battle. You have to learn diplomacy at this stage. You can still be strong, but it may be to your benefit to talk it out. Now, if you're prone to getting picked on, I don't know, some people just are prone to get picked on. You may have to get a license to carry. I'm not saying shoot anyone, but young men understand it might not be smart to start fights with older guys because it might be deadly. So consider this when picking fights with men over 40. They ain't got time to be doing all that boxing and they're members at gun ranges. They go hunting with buddies. And the judge is usually an over 40 man, so he understands. So be mindful. Blow your head off this mythos and you couldn't do shit. How you feel now? Number three. Don't miss doctor's appointments. You're out of shape. So you have to go get your regular checkups. There's no way around this. Around 38 years old or so, while you're sleeping and snoring, something crawls inside of you and dies. Now, whatever that thing is, is going through rigor mortis, and then it starts rotting on the inside of you. The evidence of this is that you can smell it when you fart. You ever smelt an over 40 year old fart? It's a different kind of fart and it has stand power. Sometimes I'll fart in the car on the way to pick up my daughter from school. It took 15 minutes to drive to her school. Then I wait for her in front of the school, let her play outside with her girls for a bit. But after all that time, we get back in the car, and the first thing she says, What's that smell? It stinks in here. Ugh. <laughs> in addition to this, that rotten smell also escapes through your mouth. You have to understand that your breath stinks, man. I know you brushing, you flossing, you do all that. It doesn't matter. Your breath smells like your fart. Something inside of you is dying, man. You have to give people space. And never miss doctors or dentist appointments. Number four. Be your age. I may need to say this a little stronger because some of you act like you don't get this. Be your fucking age. You ain't 20 no more. You're not even 30 anymore. You ain't your 40s. It's a beautiful place to be if you settle into it. If I see another 40 year old man in some jeans that's way too tight for him, sagging, I'm going to shoot somebody. I'm serious. 
I recently saw a guy I went to college with, and he was playing some young people hip hop, and he was dancing to it, looking like a complete fool. I don't think he knew he looked as stupid as he was looking. You don't even like that music, man. I, I wanted to say that to him. Be honest with yourself. You don't even like that music. Only dip a toe <laughs> in young people's shit. Maybe a foot. If you in your early 40s like me, you know, a foot or a toe. But just a foot or a toe. Nothing more. Not a leg. And definitely don't deep dive in young people's shit. I see it all the time. I know you see it. And I know why. I know why you want them young girls. But I'm telling you, you don't have to do all that to get with young women. Women, get with young women, not girls. You shouldn't even be noticing girls, you pervert. But you can still get young women being your age. Actually, she respects you more for acting your age. She'll get into your car and you playing something like this, some Robert Glassboro or something. Listen to that. It's mature to her. She digs your grown man style. She feels sophisticated with you. Way more than you looking like a damn idiot trying to be 23. Number five, read books. I know it sounds so prehistoric, but you're old school now. Uh, you get OG status by default in some circles, not all circles, but in some circles. Everybody else is reading snippets on their phone and watching YouTube videos and listening to podcasts. <laughs> But you're an OG now. You still read books. Understand, the more things change, the more they stay the same. It's all happened before. It may seem all new, but it ain't new. It's happened before somewhere. And the only way to really recognize the patterns and absorb it all is to read books. Everyone else is at the popular restaurant eating tapas off the same plates. They're cannibals devouring themselves like zombies on a dance floor. It's kind of disgusting. They're swimming in the shallow end of the pool, creating remakes of movies that just came out last week. And I can keep going with metaphoric parallels if you want me to, but I think you get it. But that's not us. We read so we can dance like dolphins in the ocean of ideas while they're overdressed at a swanky pool party and no one even touches the water. I just couldn't help myself. I had to do a few more. I need to take my reading higher this year, but I'm always reading. I do Audible and I do Blinkist. And let me mention the books I got here on my desk. I got Kurt Vonnegut, Jailbird, Do the Work by Stephen Pressfield, 
uh, Right in My Wrong, Shaka Sincor, uh, Lucky Man, A Lucky Man by Jamil Brinkley, Once We're Cops, Ken Bruin. I love his simple writing. I got uh, We're Never Meeting in Real Life, Samantha Irby, and You Can't Touch My Hair by Phoebe Robinson. I like to stay up because the women is popping right now. See what the women are up to. Read books. Shit, who knows? You might even write one yourself one day. Okay, so now for the speed round. Here's some quick bullets for my over 40 brothers. I probably shouldn't use bullets because I know black men are listening, but we used to it. So you ready? Nah, okay. But I'm going in anyway. You're too old for addictions. Let the vices go. Gambling, drugs, beating women. You should have some control at this point. If you're still jacking off at the same rate you were when you were 20, you shouldn't be jacking off with the same ferocity as in your 20s. Each climax can be an experience at this point. You know what makes an experience? Anticipation. You know what creates anticipation? Patience. You know what age you should have learned some patience? Over 40. (laughs) Stretch. I know stretching is for pussies. You just want to get right to the weights, but trust me, stretch. You shouldn't have to call your kid to get your phone that fell under your bed. And it shouldn't take you that long to get up off the ground doing them seven (laughs) push-ups. Now, if you're over 40 and you happen to be single, women aren't going to like to hear this one, but I'm talking to men. Maybe stay single till you're over 50. In your 40s, you can catch up on a lot of fun that you left on the table in that bad marriage to ate up your 30s. And don't date your age. Why would you do that to yourself when women over 30 love you so much? Now, if you have to get the low-hanging fruit because of a failing rap career, I get it. But be discerning in who you get with. They have to know the situation. These over 40 women have to know. You're together with them because they did better in life than you. (laughs) They have to know this. So they don't do all this nagging from the beginning to end. Say, hey, I'm a loser, but I'm a warm body in that cold bed for you. And I'll go to church with you. Be as honest as possible about this. Groom yourself. You have two strand twists coming out of your ears. There are hairs growing in some of the weirdest places. Trim that shit down. I'm not going to lie. I get manicures. I even get pedicures. I have to tip good because I have over 40 feet. I get an occasional facial. I get massages and not always the 30 minute massage with the hand job at the end. Sometimes I need a 90 minute massage by a professional with no hand job. Do it. You're an over 40 man now. You can pamper yourself and spray on some cologne. Smell good. Why not? Forget about the second win. 
and going all out, balls to the wall. Forget about all that. Just do a little bit more each time. Just do a little more. Just a little bit. Instead of 10 push-ups, do 11. Just be consistent with it. And that's it. I did this inspired by Homemade Stories number 15, I think it is, Helpful Women. It's like eight years ago. Because men need help too. Take it for what it is. It's help. If it doesn't apply to you, pass it on to someone you think can benefit from an over 40 man's perspective. And it's all love. Peace. This episode was produced by Robert Anderson. Thank you to all the friends of Homemade Stories. Become a friend of the show at ShannonCason.com. Be a friend. Thanks to the Lagunitas Brewing Company and the John S. and James L. Knight Foundation. All right. See you soon. Now that's homemade.